You know, there's something about the whole process of existing online on social media and, you know, building your brand and putting what you have to offer out there and what goes into, you know, packaging and marketing and offering, uh, you know, voicing, describing, getting things across to the right people, finding your audience, refining this thing down to a science uh, to get people to notice the value of what you have to offer and and pay you for it has just become so exhausting like that what goes into being on social media how much it costs to have to create content to post to to slave away at becoming exactly who you need to be online so that you can get verified and have a blue tick or have followers above a certain number or sound or look the part, a curated feed, you know, photographers, uh, wardrobe people, makeup people, uh, you know, product shoots. It's, it's this whole massive machine that happens uh, behind the scenes and um, looking at what is required and kind of honestly measuring and thinking, am I willing to do all of that? Is that the route I want to take in order to offer something meaningful to the right people who it's for? Um, am I willing to do uh, the acrobatics and bend over backwards to get that result? There, There's more than one way to do it. It's just with social media and kind of having the audience be primarily based around Instagram and the podcast to if I wanted to follow that route and capitalize on the attention and the audience that's there then that's kind of the way you do it and when I think about it I just feel tired like I think I joined Instagram in 2015 so this is the seven year mark now and I just feel I, I'm exhausted by it, how artificial it is, how there's a certain um, push to use certain language to, you know, it, it becomes less and less about the content and less and less about, you know, what you want to share. It's you always have to overthink your motives, um, you know, only post if it's going to sell, only post if it's related to you know, a product and an offering, like every little post has to be a pitch to sell something or offer something at the end, remind people, you know, um, don't like my post, you know, give me your money. (laughs) It's, um, it's just a lot. And I think it just doesn't ring true for me. It's very hard for me, uh, to, uh, to, 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 like gear everything that I'm saying and try to morph it into something that is a tool or that serves a purpose instead of it just being me speaking to people like, you know, like they're human beings. There, you know, there is the frustration of of having, you know, an offering and, and there being a business side of things, you know, dealing with that is, is a reality. It's not something that I can pretend doesn't exist, but at the same time, I think, just being conscious of, you know, the strategies and what I will and won't do. Seeing how Instagram has changed and has become so focused on selling and ads and, you know, content and everyone is trying to say the most profound, 
interesting or sometimes it's just attention, you know, whatever will kind of stir people up and create a bit of ruckus and noise and a little controversy or, you know, trying to say something that will get people to reshare or get people to talk about a post or get people to say, oh my gosh, this blew my mind or whatever it is that people uh, think will be the thing that kind of wins for them. But it's not a one-off. It's not a you know, a performance, you know, someone who performs uh, honesty or performs sincerity uh, or being relatable or down to earth or performs, you know, humanity. It's, it's, it's palpable when something is fake. Like your, your gut instinct can look at someone and just be like, "Mm, that just doesn't, it feels like somebody's trying to um, like uh, play me. It just doesn't feel, you can sense from the energy of someone's writing or a video or you can just feel it. You can feel them. You can feel when they're doing it for whatever reason they intend. I don't, I don't know what they intend, but I think that when I, when I reflect back on, you know, some of the most meaningful things that I've shared or I've done it was never with the end goal in mind. It was always when I felt like I had something important and meaningful to say, which as a rule of thumb, I try to stick to that. I don't turn on this microphone. I don't open the anchor app and start recording the podcast unless I feel like there's something pressing and important to say. And, you know, as, as human beings, you know, we go through, fluctuations and ups and downs and challenges and there's a push when you're doing public facing work to always have answers to always be polished to always be the finished product to always twist your adversity and your pain into a solution and a challenge and I went through this thing so now I found a way out of that mess so now let me sell you the path and the shortcut to make it out of your mess, because if your mess looks like mine, then there's hope for you, right? And I get it, and it's true, and, and people can share things that work and, and tools and, and, you know, mindsets and perspectives and strategies that do help people, and, and it's real. But at the same time, I think it's important to know that, you know, this push, this push to always appear to have it together all the time, this push to, to, uh, to never struggle, to never actually struggle. A little bit of struggle looks good because we're human and we're like everybody else and we're not some perfect person who people can't relate to and then they'll make us an exception and then they'll think that the product won't work for them or the offering. Like, um, you're a unicorn, you're an exception. Of course, magic happens to unicorns. Like, so in order to seem like they're, they're, they're down here on earth with the rest of us, it's like, let me talk about, here's a little struggle and there's a little sprinkle, some struggle here and there, but not like real deep struggle. Like I lost my sense of purpose. I'm not sure who I am. I question like my path. I question my choices, uh, you know, or someone to struggle with their faith, uh, to feel like giving up people to be, you know, like gravely, chronically depressed, dealing with, you know, pain or illness, like the real, real, ugly, scary, 
uh, circumstances and doubts that are not welcome on social media and in, you know, mail shots and copywriting and posts. Um, you know, there's, there's a part of me that is, um, that is triggered by public displays of emotion. And, um, you know, I, I, because my tendency is when I'm going through something very big, uh, when I'm struggling emotionally or I'm facing a very hard time, I have to go inward and figure it out by myself. And then when I have answers, now I'm open to discussing this with you now that I've come to the stage of the solution. While I'm in the middle of it, it's I don't feel like it's something that's fodder for public consumption. So when I see people who do that, it's it triggers me because I kind of feel like, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of, you know, uh, putting up a, a photo of yourself with tears running down your face or writing about, you know, your personal, uh, internal struggles in elaborate detail or telling people, you know, the nuances of your business or, you know, what is, what is the objective is my question. What response do you want? Sometimes it's just like, I need to blow off steam. I need to vent. Is this the appropriate location, venue, medium, space, audience to vent to? Do you think this is the right place to do that? All of these questions are going on in my mind when I see it. And that's just my personal take. For some people, they aren't bothered by it. Some people process their emotions by sharing. They, they like to speak out. They, like to, they need to talk it out with other people. They need to go back and forth in the comments section. That helps them process things. They need to do it out loud and they need to do it in community. And that's just their way of handling things. My way is different. And the fact that I, that I react the way I do to when I see people doing it is that, you know, that's something for me to explore on a personal level where what's happening there for me and what's coming up for me. But I think that the way social media has become uh, structured is that using these pivotal moments, uh, using, you know, deep emotions or uh, struggle or pain or someone's you know, uh, you know, a mental break or whatever it is that the person's going through, using that as an opportunity um, to market something or to uh, manage their image or how they come across is something that is now commonly done on social media. It's, it's, it's a strategy, it's a tactic. And I think it just goes back to the point that I was saying earlier in this episode. It's something that is felt People who are self-aware, who are attuned with their own emotions and their own inner world, their intuition, they can feel when something is off or fake or amiss. It's not, you know, even if your mind reads it and thinks that's, you know, that's interesting or maybe that I can relate to this point. But still, the, the reality of what's what's in front of you is something that you can kind of sense and feel. And I think that to me... It just means that my work needs to be truer than ever. And it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to be even more honest and even more, um, I want to say real, but I feel like that word's been beat to death. But just be more true with you guys about what's going on with me and where I'm at. And I think that it's more of a relief to me to do that when I have nothing necessarily to offer off the back of that. It's not because I'm not building up uh, to a launch or a sales pitch or a product. I'm just talking to you guys about what's going on. And I think I feel most uh, relieved, relaxed 
discussing that with you guys because I really have nothing to gain from telling you. Um, I'm just exploring what it feels like to exist in, in, in this kind of space of social media as someone who, who shares work uh, with people and who others may look up to and think that I should be expected to always be one, two, three, or I need to make sure that I come across as ABC. That, you know, it's not always like that. It's, not, it's just not true. And everybody has, you know, a real life, you know, social media, Instagram is not real life. YouTube is not real life. And this is something that, you know, when people talk to me about honest tea talk and they say like, how, how do you manage with like the criticism or when people, you know, post nasty comments or say things or do it just, to me, it's just like, it, it's meaningless and the negativity is meaningless because this person knows practically nothing about me as a human being. So how can it be personal? And the other thing is that YouTube is not real life. Like, I'm not the person in the episode. That's not my entirety. That's not my world. That's an episode that was recorded I don't know how long ago. It's not It's not the whole picture. So it, it's, again, it's just not real. That's not the extent of it. That's not my world. My world is so much bigger with ever-evolving complexities like yours, like anyone else's. And I think that the way we've approached social media and we've gotten used to seeing very particular angles of people, um, it's like we're looking at someone through a crack in the door. We can just see a tiny part of them and they're a whole person. Uh, and I think that uh, it's, it's, it's meaningful and it's powerful and I think it's a whole lot more productive when we can talk to each other like real human beings uh, and stop making it about all the other stuff. There's a time to offer a product. And there's reality for you. That, that uh, gurgling sound that comes from like a water pressure started making a noise in the background, so I went to turn it off. Um, but what I was saying was that there's a time to offer uh, you know, your skills, your expertise, what you created, a product, a service, absolutely, because you're the best at what you do, and there are people who can stand to gain from it, and if you don't show up and offer it, then the world is missing out 110%. Like, I stand by that 1,000%. No problems there. But I think that it doesn't mean that because, you know, the, the social media marketing world tells us that if we show up more than that particular sliver of ourselves, if we offer a truer version of ourselves and show more than just the curated, polished, uh, you know, expert, uh, you know, service provider, content creator side of ourselves, then we're going to lose our magic. When teachers talk about... Um, uh, you know, old school uh, people who, you know, before the age of social media, people who were, uh, you know, scholars and teachers and mentors. I remember reading about um, like advice uh, to people who want to uh, teach uh, and, uh, and, and mentor and raise uh, the next generations to become like uh, leaders in the community. Some of the advice that was being given to them was, 
to never show people um, your true self and always keep people um, at a sort of distance. And, and I don't mean the public, private life, you know, you're entitled to decide how much you share type of distance. I mean, to always kind of show them uh, this, um, uh, you know, to play your role of the leader and the teacher. Always be serious. Don't, um, you know, joke. Always uh, be strict. Uh, demand, you know, discipline and excellence and crack down. And it's the old school, the hard love type of angle that if you let them see you up close or come close enough to you, they're going to disrespect you or they're going to think that, you know, um, they're going to lose their reverence and their awe of you if you let them see you up close. And, and I find it interesting because I understand it. But also as, as someone who's a parent and who's an educator and who works with people, I think part of it is also a fear, a sense of fear that if people, um, if you soften or if you allow people to approach you, that they'll walk all over you. It speaks to fear and it speaks to a lack of trust in your ability to enforce a boundary. I can offer you compassion and kindness and understanding and proximity because I trust that if you overstep the line or the mark that I can lay a boundary and that's going to be enough. I can protect myself where I need to. I don't, I don't need to perform for you in order for us to interact because I'm afraid you're going to bulldoze me. And I think that that's kind of a fine line where we're taught that we always need to be the expert. We always need to be the finished product. We always need to pretend that we are. Our life is as curated and perfect and, you know, like optimized for solutions as our feed and our products and our services and our content and that we're not human beings. As long as we keep this performance up, we're essentially selling people the belief that this kind of perfection, truly unattainable uh, perfection uh, or, or finished, polished uh, version of ourselves is, is possible for them and as long as they haven't reached that level of perceived perfection, then they're going to feel inadequate. And people who feel inadequate buy products and services in order to attain perfection. And it's just, uh, it's kind of, you know, perpetuating the, the cycle um, instead of it being a way to help people or to, you know, inspire them. Uh, it becomes a, a way of keeping them down through comparison and what is really just dishonesty in, in how we show up. So yeah, I think you can be both. I think you can be entirely human. I think you can go through what you go through. I think you can share aspects of that that you deem appropriate or useful or meaningful in some way with people uh, and also still be you know great at what you do and have value to offer um, but just do it as, as a whole and real human being. This was long, um, but I felt like I wanted to talk to you guys about this. Um, and it's been on my mind for a long time. Instagram and the online world has been evolving over a couple of years at least, a few years now. Um, and it's something that's just been kind of like, you know, drip, drip, <laughs> just kind of growing. Um, and yeah. I felt like it crystallized tonight, so there it is. Jazakum uh, Allah khair for listening, uh, and I look forward to sharing more. Yalla, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.